distinction to the role Different players, different strokes But let me tell you about one Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF. Uh, what a crew. We don't have any women this morning. We finally do. Monica Wood is with us from the State Farmer's Market. Otherwise, we've got Brother Tom Campbell and Rufus Edmonston and uh, Paul McKenzie here. Hey, Monica. Good morning. It is a good morning. We, uh, f- f- it's, we could, it could have been much worse, as we've been saying this morning. But uh, how are things for the farmers out at the farmer's market? Everything's looking pretty good. We had um, just a couple um, tree limbs down and a small tree and um, not a lot of damage. And everybody's um, scurrying out this morning trying to get everything set up and ready to go. And so overall, we fared very well. Um, like you said, it could have been much worse. Yes, ma'am. So in your drive this morning from down east, you uh, didn't didn't see any problems, I assume. That's right. Everything's looking pretty good. I believe there are still some stoplights, some various different things mm-hmm. out and in some different areas, um, not too far from the market. We've been very fortunate because I believe there's a pretty big power outage out over um, towards Avid Ferry and in that direction, um, which is just in our backyard. So um, we're very fortunate that we we missed that. Um, yeah. So if you are out and about this morning, I would say just be mindful of, of some possible limbs or, power, you know, some of the stoplights being out and that sort of thing. That um, Otherwise, everything is business as usual out here, and everybody's getting ready to hopefully have a good day. There are about uh, 50,000 or so people who are without power in Wake County. About, about 300,000 in North Carolina, Wake County, and Guilford County are, are two of the hot spots apparently for, uh, of course, very, um, very urban, a lot of people living in those two counties. So uh, the power is out for some people. If uh, you get yours uh, to come back on, uh, more power to you. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's a, oh, I'm sorry. That's a bad I know. Time. I think I used that oh. about 25 years ago and <laughs> hadn't used it since. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let me recover. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about what's uh, what is growing out there. I know apples. I've had some really good apples out there, and had uh, finally had some a little more peach uh, dessert. I had some peaches. So, what else is growing out there? Well, um, I tell you, it's officially fall. We'll just say that. And yeah, it is. Pumpkins, pumpkins and more pumpkins um, in the market right now, and. Every kind of size of pumpkin, I think you can imagine, we've got it. And um, different colors of pumpkins and gourds, corn stalks, bales of wheat straw, Indian corn, all the things fall. And um, to, to make your yard decorations complete, you can definitely find it here on the market. We have a huge assortment of mums right now, all different colors and different sizes. There's pansies coming in. We have, of course, um, still a great selection of plants such as your houseplants, succulents, herbs, perennials, and good time for planting. So we have a good good selection of shrubbery and trees. If you're looking to maybe install something new into your landscape, it's a great time to think about doing that. Succulents probably wouldn't be too happy in the last couple of days. 
Really? No, probably not. <laughs> if they're outside. But, right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, the plant folks are doing it. And, and with the rain, it's a, probably a pretty good time to plant. I would say so after getting getting this rain. Maybe if you got saturated kind of heavy, maybe let it dry out a little bit and then um, get ready to start digging those holes. But it's a good time to come out to the market and take a look and you know, see what's blooming now. A lot of folks like to put, you know, five whenever something's blooming and, there are a few plants right now you can walk around and find um, for the fall blooms. And like I say, if you're looking mums, you can definitely, we probably have it. Corn, not the corn, but the cotton and farmly suffered some uh, yesterday. What about other farmers? Any, any? I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to anybody this morning. Uh, they, it's going to be a little harder to get into the fields in the next couple of days. It probably will be. Um, you know, we were pretty dry in a lot of areas, so um, hopefully we got it kind of, I guess you could say, a little bit slower and not as heavy downpours as sometimes we get with this type of storm, and it didn't last as long. So hopefully um, everybody will fare okay, and maybe it just kind of soaks in, and we won't have any major problems. I know that all the farmers were scurrying this past week, trying to get as much out of the fields as they possibly could before this weather came. So um, I saw some pictures and things where all of our pumpkin farmers were getting those pumpkins out as fast as they could and getting them under shelters and things like that so that they would get them out of the fields to, to hopefully prevent as little as much damage as they could and be able to get them out in a timely manner. What about up in the market shops? Well, up in the market shops, um, you know, we always consider that sort of our old country store, and yeah. you can find meats and cheeses. Of course, we have fresh seafood in there and jams and jellies. That fresh-squeezed orange and lemonade just delicious. And a morning like this morning, a, a cup of coffee from 321 may be a, a good choice. Um, they have a great selection there. If you haven't stopped by and checked those guys out, be sure to do so. A group of NC State students. They have done a great job, have wonderful vision, and are doing a wonderful thing with their business there. Um, we do have North Carolina wines. We have um, some of the folks in there with the hammocks and that po- the Poly Island Furniture. If you've not checked that out, be sure to do so. They have a wonderful selection. They have a sale on some of their Adirondack chairs right now. And there's bird feeders. There's handmade soap lotions, all kinds of baked goods. Just a great place to come, shop around, and... I bet they have some of that cinnamon bread cooking this morning, if I had to guess. I don't even want to talk about that, because <laughs> it makes me want it right now. Gosh, I yes. love that. Well, Monica, let me ask you about the place that Linda used to go to get the no-sugar-added jams and jellies. Uh, yes. Is that going to – that's new ownership, I take it. Do you know if they're going to carry that anymore? Well, the Berry Patch has actually – Pretty much they were selling down on their inventory, and they are moving out um, completely. And um, they have a business also up at the Piedmont Triad Farmer's Market. And so I think that one's a little bit closer to his daughter, who's going to continue running that one. And um, they're, I believe, going to kind of just retire and and enjoy life a little. Well, um, and... We're not sure what's going to come in there behind them, but I do know, I believe there's another vendor or two that may be carrying some of those same products or may pick up some of those products 
that were good sellers. Um, he was trying to get some of the ones in there to, to take think about doing that. So I agree with Rufus. Store. Yeah, finding those no no sugar added uh, jellies and jams, um, mm-hmm. particularly for people with diabetes or people that are on diets. It, it's extremely helpful. So I hope somebody will. Yeah, and I have uh, Melissa that. has found that it's not easy to make the the, the well, no and to get it get it just right. Yeah, sweet enough to want mm-hmm. to eat. And, right. Yeah. We did. We tried some plums like that. They were a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa has made some for Rufus, but I think it's probably been tart. But well, it's it's tart, but it's still you can tell it's no sugar added. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's the problem. It should. It shouldn't taste like that. Puckers you up. Is that what you're saying? It puckers you up. It puckers you up. Monica, I noticed something, too, uh, a couple days ago there when I was over, and no snickering from you, Mike, to get some (laughs) Ash County cheese curds. Uh Uh, I was in the plant area (laughs) and noticed the wonderful Sasanqua camellias that you can see now. You you know what you're getting because some of them are bloomed out. Yeah. And you can see how many buds are on them, so it's the time to get your Sasanqua camellia now. What does that have to do with cheese curds? Well, I just you wanted segued to, from. I, I, I wanted to make he's sure trying that, to cover all the bases that, that you that you uh, have you give give you your snicker time. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know what's funny well, about Ash I, I know, cheese Reeve, curds. Yeah, I mean, just like I used to tell Hap Hanson, Hap used to ask, used to say, Mike, why do you laugh at me? I said, you're one of the funniest people I've ever met. He just didn't understand it, but you're funny, Rufus. Well, no, I think it's something about cheese curd <laughs> that gets you, gets you going. I don't know why, but what? you make me laugh. Okay. That's good. All right, That's you, good. you got me going now. What do you do with cheese curds? They, it's like popcorn. It, it's like no. popcorn. It, really? it, yeah. it is a snack. Uh, the, the best kind is the white cheddar by Ash County. And it, it's just a snack thing for people that, that want to have a snack. And yum, yum. Eat them up. Well, Rufus, you need to get out there and lobby today. Well, let's and see. He's lobbying for, uh, what else was it? That the camellias. Camellias. Bermuda grass. Uh, uh, no, clover, clover. clover. Yeah, the Clover yeah, you Association. Get, you get, you, <laughs> well, you need to get out there with those vendors and, and lobby about this, this uh, no sugar I, I will. I think, and by the way, Tom, the place you get the clover is at Logan's. Okay. And there's a, a big spread in the paper today about the expansion of Logan's, one of our sponsors, going out on Lake, uh, on uh, uh, Trine Road, go down Lake Wheeler, take a right. And I would say it's about a mile on the right. Uh, I hate to take a. When are they going to do that, by the way? Well, it's got to be in the next. Uh, next year or so because they're taking the building we're taking monica's time on this but i just thought monica I'd can have all the time she wants <laughs> so don't don't worry <laughs> about logan's that is, and logan's is actually a special part of us because you know they got started at old they farmers sure market. did well, i remember that i still miss Over. that old farmer's market yeah. Yes, they did. That's where they were started at. I wonder. I wonder how that property is this morning. If they got any uh, flooding from oh, from Crabtree Creek, because they they, they were have. vulnerable because yeah. of that. That was one reason they moved. They, they moved yeah, well, to a hill. That's right. Now now we're on a hill. Yeah, Monica, have you started getting in uh, fall greens and sweet potatoes and stuff like that? Yeah. Yes, um, oh, we have a huge selection of um, 
greens coming in. We have collards. We're starting to see some of the um, turnip greens and things like that starting to roll in. And we also have the new crop sweet potatoes and apples. Every variety of apples you can imagine, they're starting to, to roll in, mostly from the North Carolina mountains. I always say we have sweet and we have tart and somewhere in between. So whatever your taste buds like with apples, you can you can find it here at the market. Um, and also the apple cider and apple butter, dried apples, you can find all that here as well. Um, have they got the cabbage can, collards in yet, or are they just the uh, regular collards? I don't think I've seen any cabbage collards coming in yet. They're usually a little later. Um, but we'll, we'll keep you guys informed on when they start rolling in. And one thing we do still have, though, that's all about this time of year are muscadine grapes. Mm. Um, we still have those hanging on right now. Yeah. After all this rain, they may go a little bit um, backwards quicker than normal. So mm-hmm. come get those as soon as you can while we have them. And we do have um, a lot of our summer harvest still here. We do still have watermelons and tomatoes, squash, peppers. Uh, cucumbers, peas, butter beans, and all that good stuff coming in now also. Um, on the weekends, we usually have someone that pops in with microgreens, which is um, kind of a trendy um, thing right now that are very full, packed full of nutrients and have a lot of um, advantages to incorporate those into your meals. So that's something neat to check out, as well as our beekeeper that has all the honey products, fresh salsa, fresh cut flowers, all sorts of baked goods cakes, pies, cookies, all that good stuff. Mm. Oh, and our carrot cake, carrot cake ladies here um, today, so be sure to check her out as well. I know everybody loves those carrot cakes. I uh, bet there are a lot of people at the Farmer's Market restaurant this morning. Yes, um, I think everybody's kind of, some folks that were sort of shut up yesterday <clears throat> were ready to get out and yeah. roll around this morning and get out and have a good country breakfast and so um they're piling in there this morning getting ready to enjoy that and never being you've got to go and try those homemade biscuits they mm-hmm. do a wonderful mm-hmm. job make those from scratch yeah yeah i can just go out there and eat those that's not good for me but i i could just make a meal well monica I, I brought a biscuit home yesterday for my lunch there <laughs> and had some of the uh governor's mansion honey Oh, yeah. That they gave us on our last visit there, Tom. Oh, yeah. On that biscuit. Tom, I'm so sorry you couldn't have been Man, with I'm us sorry there. I missed that one because yeah, I would have been loved to have done Perfect that. to have you there. Yeah, I would have loved it. Yeah. We'll do it again. We're going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Monica, the seafood restaurant, I'm sure they, they have plenty for, for you to eat, I guess, starting at 11 o'clock. They do. They open at 11, and tonight they'll be open till 8 p.m., and uh, just wonderful calabash style seafood and of course when you get here you order um you kind of go up to the counter and order and then you have your seat they call your number i know some folks get a little confused on that process if you've never been before that's what you do but if you want to order ahead you can go online and do online ordering and uh they'll get you in in queue and have your order ready as soon as possible and Nothing like it. I always tell everybody, come hungry. Um, they're very generous with their portions and just delicious seafood. And you got to go next door to Nahuna. That's and where I always buy my fat back. Well, that's where I buy my sausage. Uh-huh. Oh, that yeah. big, thick, uh, oh, man. Yeah. I don't get the hot. I get the mild. Yeah, I yeah. like the mild, too. So uh, has a great selection of pork products. They definitely do. And they have chitlins at Nahuna. Yay for chitlin. Praise be to the chitlin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think uh, Tom would make a good 
addition to the Wake County Chitlin Club. I've yep. often thought that. <laughs> Haven't you asked him before? Uh, well, I he has. Did he decline? He has never accepted my kind I invitation. Not. I just soon uh, eat he haggis. He thinks there's just more to it. I just than, soon eat haggis, which well, you, you, is you, Scottish. You, well, now, I know, I know what haggis is, and I can't stand it. <laughs> I've had some, but it's— That's a sheep goat uh, gut. not too bad. But the, the Wake County Chitlin Club is very tolerant if you just take some. Wait a minute. Let me take this call. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's bigger, mine. Bigger name on the other line. <laughs> but, but we have to get, of all the prominent people in, in the Raleigh area, Tom Campbell's not a member, and we're going to sort of push you next time for the Wake County Chitlin Club. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really think it, it's your kind of place, Tom. Do you? Yes, I do. Okay. I think you'd have a real good time, and I wouldn't worry, worry I'll about it. I'll tell you it. what. You can pick me up. <laughs> I, will, I will come by. I will pick you up. I won't literally pick you up at the doorstep, but I will take, ride you to the event. Mona, you, you see why we needed you on this show? Yeah, to have some orderly. It's like a ping-pong match in here. It's just all over the place, but that's fine. So uh, Super Sod, and Tom was talking about he's, he's got to do something to his, his front yard, and he's thinking about sod of some type, possibly. And uh, the folks at Super Sod can take care of that. They certainly can. Um, they have great selection of sod, and they've been bringing it in by the truckloads um, this fall season so far. And you can buy, if you need just a little bit, they can help you out, or if you need a whole truckload, they can definitely help you with that as well so you can come out and check those guys out they have a nice little plot fixed out there where you can walk around and see the different kinds and they can talk to you and figure out what's best for for your home and containers and wrought iron knickknacks out at uh, a nice place there up on the hill that's right market imports um they have a great selection if you're looking something for your for your home or garden or garden um they definitely and fix you up. You can get your container up there and then go down to the farmer's area and find all the plants to make a beautiful mixed container. Um, so but have wonderful gift ideas over there. I think uh, that I, building is, uh, is where we did our first weekend gardener remote. That's the first one I can remember. Was it was it hmm. same business? It, it was, uh, there was nothing in there at the time. I don't think there was anything in that building. Well, it's just a fascinating place to walk. It around. is, it is. So go, go, uh, go out there. A lot of reasons to go to the farmers market. Well, Monica, you talking about the turf, and Tom, Tom's thinking about it. They will also recommend installers. But I can't see you, Tom, putting down turf. Really? Yeah. You don't want to mess with that. Uh, yeah, let a let a professional fill do my it. belly with some chitlins and put down some turf. I'll <laughs> put you on your knees. Well, you can cover it up with ketchup. Now, Paul here. The turf, too. Paul here has never identified his affinity for chitlins. Uh, Well, he lives up north. He's a smart man, is what he is. They don't don't have chitlins up north, do they? I I have no comment at this time. In Pants County? You have no comment? Was. Are there disparaging remarks that you're holding back? I don't don't know that I've ever had. I had something when I was living in Guatemala at one time that may have been. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that they're not. That's not the same thing. That was alligator. Yeah. Sure, they weren't cheese curds. (laughs) (laughs) Good man. I like cheese curds too. Tom will have to get you some cheese curds. 
Uh, Monica, haven't you had a great time with us this morning? I have, and I tell you, um, go ahead to go home and take some aspirin. Yeah, always a fun time, and I know there's some listeners out there that probably have a creative bone in them somewhere, and I want to make sure they know about our decorated pumpkin contest coming up Thursday. All right, um, you guys could even enter. Sounds like you guys could get together. I'm better at pumpkin busting. Really unique one. Pumpkin well, chunking. We're not going to do that yet. Maybe at the end of the season. Okay. Um, but we do have that coming up this Thursday, and you can bring in entries Wednesday afternoon between 3 and 5, or Thursday morning between 8 and 9.30. And we do have um, some great prize packages um, for all those winners, and there's a category for every age, um, 8 years and under, 9 to 15 years, and 16 and over. So you guys fit that category yeah well certainly our mentality uh, does does fit that so uh have a wonderful day monica always wonderful talking to you you guys too come see us we're here seven days a week we will that's monica wood out of the state farmers market here on wptf we'll talk to richard and also the folks at the national weather service straight ahead on the weekend gardener Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. I'm uh, taken back. Taken aback. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, yeah, okay. That, that wasn't. Uh, that All right, let's examine that <laughs> phrase for a second. If you get taken aback, does that mean you were previously taken forward? I was. Uh, yeah. As it meant I was taken to the home. That's what, that's what it means. Uh, but at any rate, I don't know about you, but I feel good is what he was trying to say. Uh, Aaron Wingett is with us uh, from from the National Weather Service. Uh, Aaron, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for what you do. I'm, uh, this system has... I'm not a meteorologist, obviously, but I've I've been around them for uh, most of my life because of this business. This had to have been one of the toughest systems, this this Ian, that you've had to deal with. Now we're all, yeah, yeah, it and you had there are other systems that have been moving in at the same time. Am I right about that? I mean, not hurricanes, but low pressure, high pressure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But there's um. Always a great deal of factors that go into every forecast. Um, Ian was definitely the main player with this event. It it changed the the uh, the track of it changed drastically. Um, I don't know, maybe Wednesday. It uh, it it changed from from going up through Georgia or uh, going up through the Panhandle to actually going across Florida and back out into the Atlantic. And uh, you, you folks must have been pulling your hair out trying to, to figure all of this out. I know how hard meteorology is anyway. I mean, you could, you folks could be math majors just as easily. <laughs> yeah, it was a very tough forecast. Um, the National Hurricane Center did a great job on, on picking up on the uncertainty, especially really far out um, uh, when it was first starting to – the forecast was starting to get into our area, um, and uh, we tried to – message that as, as best we could but it was definitely a hard one to pin down its exact location and intensity now it's it's second landfall happened just north of georgetown south carolina very near myrtle beach and yeah. and merle's inlet and and all up in there and it really wreaked some havoc i was surprised by 
the the flooding on Ocean Boulevard and Myrtle Beach and and Ocean Isle, which is very near to the north, and uh, it it uh, really wreaked havoc on on that part of uh, South Carolina and North Carolina. It sure did, yeah, and that was in part by it going back, like you said, out into the Atlantic over the the warm ocean waters out there, uh, and being able to re-strengthen back into a uh, a Category One hurricane with uh, 85 mile an hour winds, helping push that all that water onshore and in the inlet. Tom, but it felt like here in in central North Carolina, around Wake County, up in this this general vicinity, we really took the brunt from a standpoint of. I guess we were on the right hand quadrant. Is yeah. that of the of the cyclone? And is how close to the eye come to to Raleigh? Uh, so actually, the <clears throat> the remnants of post-tropical cyclone Ian, as it's now called, is actually still kind of hanging out over central North Carolina, kind of right around um, like Randolph and Davidson County at the moment. So uh, yeah, it kind of came right through South Carolina up into uh, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina border, and then up towards the Triangle, uh, and then kind of pivoted westward uh, late last night. It's so You look at, at the, uh, the radar right now, and it looks like it's up in New York State. But it, it's very deceiving. You really have to have an educated eye to figure out where where the center of this thing is. Yeah, that's where all the moisture is. It's gotten pulled. There's a there's a trough that's kind of digging into the to the northeast, and uh, that's where all it's picked up that moisture and pulled it up there. And that's what you're seeing on satellite there. And we're still going to get some moisture from this uh, for the next two or three days, right? Yeah, we're gonna just gonna be kind of. The, the remnants of Ian is going to kind of be hanging around uh, for the next few days and kind of be the focus of some uh, some precipitation. Uh, not nearly what we saw uh, over the past 24 hours uh, from an inch to some places four or five inches. Uh, it won't be anything like that, thankfully. You know, maybe half an inch at most in some places. It's really f- interesting. I lost a tree, like a 30-foot maple in my backyard in early in the afternoon before the winds really kicked up but uh what about uh, what are you hearing about damage wind damage from this and flooding yeah so we had um pretty extensive uh wind damage uh, we were getting reports from our observation sites 40 50 even uh, a couple sites approaching 60 mile an hour winds uh when these bands were kind of coming through and kind of like you said early kind of like the morning into the afternoon hours and then from the afternoon into the evening hours when things were really starting to pick up. And, uh, yeah, you don't need all that strong a wind to, to blow down a tree when the soils get uh, wet from a tropical system. Yeah, you certainly so don't. It's very easy to blow them down. Any uh, problems with uh, the river systems in North Carolina right now? So a lot of the rainfall kind of fell um, kind of from Fayetteville up into Raleigh and kind of northeast of there. Uh, there are a couple river sites, uh, Clayton and uh, Smithfield, that we are watching for some uh, river gauges approaching minor flood stage. Uh, currently, right now, everything is currently forecast to fall below uh, minor flood stage, so thankfully we're not looking at any. Uh, well, we'll see when the new forecasts come in, but currently what we're looking at is things staying below minor flood stage at this time. What can we expect for tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, um, kind of fairly similar to today. Um, we all have some cloud cover across the area today and uh, some light drizzle out there that you can see out there. Um, temperatures today, 
kind of between 60 to low 70s across the area, uh, and fairly similar tomorrow as well. No heavy rains. Correct, yeah. Mostly just some uh, scattered showers. Yeah, my wife does the blessing of the animals the first Sunday in October uh, in honor of uh, St. Francis, and uh, she was worried about having to postpone it or move it. Mm-hmm. Well, can I bring Jasper? Like yes. Yeah, we won't see any rain like we saw uh, the past 24 hours, thankfully. Good news. Wow. Aaron, thank you very, very much for uh, for all the time that you folks have to – and all the brain power <laughs> over there at the National Weather Service. Uh, it, it, it certainly helps. I know this was a, a confounder, but it, it uh, certainly has a great effect to have experts – leading the way can i ask him one more question absolutely we have a radio that is capable of getting the national weather service broadcast yes did it go off aaron did it go off yesterday did it go off the air yesterday because all of a sudden we couldn't hear it anymore uh you may be referring to uh, that there's a transmitter out in garner uh north carolina and with all the extensive power outages that happened across wake county yesterday it may have went offline due to a power outage okay um, yesterday all right. that time unfortunately um, but I think uh, since we've been talking this morning, uh, it has since come up. Uh, we're still, Good. still waiting for it to be all, they all clear, but uh, things are improving. Well, that's that's a helpful service. You guys do such great work for but, us. Uh, we thank you. Yeah. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us this morning, taking the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. All right. Aaron Wicked out at uh, the State Farmer's Market. Here on, uh, not the State Farmers Market, the National Weather Service. I was thinking about the State Farmers Market because uh, Monica texted me and says she forgot to say that we are going to be, uh, the show is going to be at the State Farmers Market next Saturday. And we uh, can't wait to, to get out there. It means free biscuits, right, uh, Rufus? Oh, tenderloin, yes. tenderloin biscuits. Tenderloin biscuit is my favorite. Yeah. So uh, come join us out, out there. And I'll try to have a couple couple plants. Aren't you nice? Remember to dig them up. Yeah. Of course, now Tom regrets some of the things I've given him because they. <laughs> no, I they, love them. They, they just, go wild. They just multiply. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good and bad. You got to plant them in the right place. And well, how's your boxwood doing? Uh, it died. You have a boxwood that it has he the gave top of a root huge, rock. Huge, beautiful boxwood. The heat in the dry weather. I, I evidently didn't keep it watered enough. I apologize. Oh my god! Yeah, I know it was beautiful. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I'm good. At, <laughs> I'm good at that. I, I can take. I can take most any plant and kill it. Well, we got to. We got to go with that. Rufus, we got to go with that again. Take a sip of, of uh, Dr Pepper. Ooh, <laughs> eat I, a cheese curd. I, yeah. on. I need a drink on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just heard from no my, drinking during the show. Just right. heard from my sister-in-law Lane Lipson in Chatham County. The power's still out over there, but she says she's listening to us on a wind-up radio. Mm. Good for her. Now, is that loyalty oh, yeah. or what? Oh, I yeah. remember one of those. Yeah. Well, How about that? Well, they'll that get amazing. they'll get the power back on. Did you say you had Richard on the phone? A while I do. Richard is such a nice guy, and he's very patient, and I'm sure he's going to hit us right off with uh, one of his jokes. Richard, good morning. Uh, good morning, y'all. Uh, first, thanks for the uh, uh, broadcasting all those years to us, and uh, congratulations on your award. Oh, thank you. Thank and, you so much. And the uh, each fall, there's a uh, silent garden show. It's called Mom, Mom's the Word. 
Quaint. Love it. Quaint. Anyway, in defense of the meteorologist predictions, uh, essentially what they're dealing with is a nonlinear hydraulic system. And water is an interesting substance. And remember, when you make ice cubes, they expand. Most other substances uh, contract. And it's an interesting thing in designing ships that um, if you uh, jumboize some ships, which you put them in the yard and you actually lengthen them, uh, they can actually get better uh, mileage, even though there's more friction from a, a longer hull. It's because they're nonlinear. <laughs> what kind of system? I don't know. It? See, we get education. And we get an education every week on this show from different sources. Well, in a linear system, uh, when X happens, Y happens. Nonlinear. I've always said that. Yeah. <laughs> when X acts. Yeah, sure. Didn't Newton? Wasn't Newton the first I one think he was. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he was. Big Newton? I didn't hear that. And the trash can. There you go. The, the, the answer fell on him. <laughs> so, uh, Richard, do you have anything relevant? <laughs> Mom's the word. Yeah, well, Mom, I guess, was relevant. Well, the uh, uh, situation on the lawns, now what I did when I put my zoysia in was uh, I, I prepared the soil and everything. Uh, I, I get, rounded up everything. And the best thing I could have done was just simply round it up and use a slit feeder. Anytime you disturb the soil, you awaken old seeds, the old weed seeds and everything else. Right. Start out with a slit feeder, but um, the soil, uh, and, and they said wet the soil before you use a slit feeder, but it was a little bit too damp and the slit feeder bogged down. But uh, I was able to successfully uh, start the uh, zoysia lawn from seed because it's a whole lot less expensive than uh, uh, the sod. How long did it take to germinate? Uh, it took uh, just uh, about two weeks to start germinating and uh, was mostly established by the end of the summer. And you have to really wait till about May or uh, almost June. The soil temperature has to be really warm for mm-hmm. it to work. Yeah. And if you have a slope, you have to, uh, the, and I contracted a, uh, a firm just for the installation, and it uh, you have to have that erosion control fabric on the slopes. So the, the, the less you disturb that soil, the better when it comes to weeds. Right. But you've got to make sure that the soil, that the seed has soil contact and using the slip yeah. seeder certainly helps with mm-hmm. that so and what type of zoysia do you have which uh, variety the uh, compadre and then it's it looks identical to zenith uh-huh. so uh, is that one of the the slightly more shade tolerant varieties yes which means it doesn't need all day sun yeah, and, and then the key to maintenance is uh, following the superside directions they used to have a little uh a magnetic card that you could put on the refrigerator, one for cold, one for warm season grasses, mm-hmm. uh, the mowing height at one inch. And what happens at one inch is when the crabgrass shows up, uh, it scalps them before the seed pods can develop. 
I would say the the exception to the the slit seating approach that can be very effective, um, unless you've got a low pH, low phosphorus, or soil compaction. And if you have either of those conditions when you're trying to convert over to a new lawn or you're trying to renovate your lawn, those need to be addressed through tillage. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you, you just got to break up the compaction. You got to get the lime down mixed into the root zone. You got to get the phosphorus down mixed into the root zone or, or you're really kind of wasting your time and your money. But assuming that you don't have any of those conditions in your yard, you got good, uh, you know, good loose soil, good pH, Good phosphorus, then yeah, the slit seating is a very effective way to go. And uh, was uh, also uh, with the uh, other thing that we can expect after the the hurricanes or the storms running through here. As I walked around the neighborhood this morning, there were a lot of those uh, sycamore balls, and uh, the uh, acorns are all over the place. It's, oh yeah, that's something you hear them dropping all day. Yeah, and, and and now the uh, squirrels don't have to climb the trees to hunt, and the hawk's going to wait late to later in the days till they, they fatten themselves up. <laughs> well, Mike, we were talking earlier about some of the precautions people need to take with their trees, and you know it's easy enough to see the things that are down on the ground and, and get out there and clean those things up. But the other thing you need to think about is uh, the branch that got dislodged but hasn't fallen yet. Yeah, um, because you know they call those widowmakers for a reason, um, and so before you get out there and start working and cleaning up, it's a really good idea to look up into your shade trees, your large shade trees, and make sure that you don't have it. You know, a dead limb that was up there that's gotten knocked loose but is hanging, um, or something that's broken off and is hanging. Uh, and make sure you don't have anything like that and get that addressed before you get out right. there and, and start working underneath of it. Richard, thank you so much, my friend. Always nice talking to you. Y'all have a great one, and thanks for being there for us. Yes, sir. Look forward to some more of those great broadcasts, and uh, be sure to go out and patronize those great sponsors. Yeah, thank Amen. you so much, Richard. Y'all have a great one. Yes, sir. Uh, bye. All right, uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 953. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. All right, we uh, have about a minute and a half for Skip. Skip, good morning. Hey, thank you so much for taking my call. I'll talk fast, by the way. What a great program. I had no idea what I would learn about building a longer seagoing oil <laughs> we we promise it and we got it is that a non-linear discussion i don't know i'm okay. i'm about as linear as you can get this morning so uh skip uh, how are you i'm doing great I, i'm the rebel in our church community garden and uh, this spring i caved in and put a fence around because um this year asbury garden was kind of more like a bunny feed yeah everybody uh, has thing. bunny problems Having said that, I was a rebel this fall, planted a bunch of collards, and used I Must Garden uh, rabbit repellent, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, but now the collards are pretty good sized. Um, so quick question, can I stop using the rabbit repellent? Are the leaves now big enough that the bunnies might not be interested? Uh, no, no. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> they will stand on their hind legs. That's right. Something. <laughs> okay, great. I will. Uh, I won't spray today but 
but probably after it dries out a little. That's a great community garden that you guys it, have got. It is, and Skip, we're we're out of time. You, if you want to hold on a few minutes, we'll I, get I, back I to you. But thank you so much for taking the call and helping me with my oil tanker. All right, <laughs> thank you, buddy. This is WPTF in Raleigh.